In our last episode, Galena wondered who would be a perfect match for Robert. Hello, I'm Anne-Marie Moore, author of the Love's Weaving Hands series books. I would like to welcome you to the LWH series audiobooks podcast. Here, you can listen to the audio version of my books. It is my hope that this series will encourage every woman to know true love. This is a nine-book series, and I will be your narrator for book two, Matchmaker. Chapter 4 Galena awoke early the next day, despite staying up late as she wondered what woman in Brooks Village would be suitable for Robert. Perhaps I should look for someone in Green Hollow or Constance, she pondered as she readied herself and made her way downstairs. It was too early for the cook to be in the kitchen to request a cup of tea, and she knew she was likely at the market purchasing the items for the day's meals. Galena went to sit outside on the porch. She watched the early morning rays come over the mountains and brighten the shadows. She drank in the morning fresh air and tightened her shawl around her arms as the breeze picked up. She turned to see the cook heading down the path with a basket in hand and was glad she was briskly making her way back. A warm cup of tea sounds perfect about now. Oh, Miss Galena! The cook could hardly catch her breath when she reached her and placed the basket down. Galena stood and approached her with concern. What is it? Are you right, Eleanor? Yes, ma'am. She drew in a breath and let out a loud puff. You don't sound all right. Come, sit here. No, ma'am. I'm fine. I just thought to hurry along and be sure to give you the news of the strangers Mr. Gall brought home with him. Intrigued, Galena raised a brow. Say on. Coming down the climb was Mr. Gall on his wagon, and sitting by him was a nomad woman. In the back with Tom, a little redhead girl, probably around six or seven years old. I think it may be the woman's daughter. Really? It caused quite a stir among us at the market, being they are strangers and all. I'm sure it did. Galena hid her smile. Well, miss, I thought you might want to know. Would you like me to make a cup of tea? Yes, I would. This calls for a celebration. Eleanor gave her a strange look picked up the basket, and made her way to the kitchen. Galena turned to lean on the banister. Her smile widened. If Robert brought her into Brooks Village, surely he is interested in her. She felt a huge weight lift from off her shoulders, and the morning sounds were music to her ears. Now it was time to confirm Robert's intentions. Mr. Tyndale walked out the door onto the porch. Eleanor was quite the chatterbox this morning. Something about strangers in town. He waited as Galena took her seat, then sat on the chair beside her. All she could do was smile. Well, it seems the news makes you happy, my dear. Yes, it does, father. Might I ask what you are scheming already? Scheming? Oh, no, father. I'm thinking how I may be of service to this woman and her child, knowing Robert. I'm sure he has a good reason for escorting her here. She don't think the man has brought home a nomadic bride? Her eyes lit up with a possibility. Then she shrugged. I don't know yet, but I'm hoping to find out. Mr. Tyndale frowned. What is it, Father? It wouldn't be his child, would it? I doubt Robert was unfaithful to Clara. 
It's those who hate Robert who would assume such tales. Forgive me, my dear. You are right. My man Robert has been a great asset to our community and to me. If there is any man I can trust, even with my daughter, it would be Robert. Father, how about you grant my request? Anything, my dear. I would like to return to my position in the village council. Are you certain you are ready for council duties? You know how being in the council reminds you of Clara. It does. As counselor, I pleaded on behalf of Robert, who I knew was to marry Clara. Now, I would like to hear this woman, eventually convincing her about Robert. What makes you think she would be a match for Robert? If Robert took her in, then I know he approves of her, which means they will need a little persuasion. My dear, how would the village men and women get along without your incessant matchmaking? Galena smiled, thankful for the role she would again play in Robert's life. As you enjoyed today's story, I'd like to welcome you to become an LWH Series Audiobooks podcast supporter. This project has been so much fun as the books take on their own life in audio format. The heartbeat of LWH Series is to encourage every woman to know true love. There are plans to turn the third book of the series into a radio drama. Help us continue providing you with Christian entertainment that has biblical values. Visit lwhseries.com forward slash support. Galena stood before the men and prepared to enter the council room. Mr. Tyndale put his arm around Galena. My dear Galena wishes to return to her council duties, if that would please the council. The heads of the other three men bobbed in agreement. She looked towards the busy village streets and caught sight of Robert coming down the road. She patted her father's arm to get his attention, then pointed with her chin. It looks like Robert is coming this way. Men and Miss Tyndale, let us take our seats. It appears our first matter of the day is soon to begin. Near the back of the wall were five seats behind a long wooden table. Each filed in one by one. Two men followed by Mr. Tyndale, a fourth village man, and finally Galena took her place. She sat up straight, trying to contain her excitement. Robert entered and bowed to the council. I am here on behalf of the strangers I have escorted into the village. Abigail and Grace Allison seek solace among us. And why is not the woman here to please her cause? The eldest village man asked in a most serious tone. She is, my lord. I wanted to ease the way for her before she came. His statement made Galena raise a brow and smile. Go on, Mr. Tyndale encouraged. My simple desire, my lords, is that you would have an open mind to accept her. The five village representatives muttered with each other. Galena composed herself, finding it difficult to hide her excitement as she listened to Robert persuade the council. Why should we accept her, Robert? We know nothing of who she is. Might I add, Mr. Tyndale, you knew nothing of me either. Robert's confidence delighted Galena. Yes, yes, but you came under the roof of your wife's family, highly esteemed villagers. Who is to care for this woman? Will you be taking her under your roof, Mr. Gall? Galena went right to the point. 
I don't think that will be necessary, Miss Galena. She informed me she can purchase her own property. The men nodded with delight. She had hoped Robert would care for Abigail, making her matchmaking endeavor smoother. My lords, Robert's voice interrupted Galena's scheming thoughts. I have learned something in my travels prior to settling in our delightful valley. If you really want to get to know these strangers, which I am certain you do, Galena caught a knowing look from Robert, and she gave him an affirming smile. Then allow Miss Ellison and the child to live among us. You mean her child? Galena asserted. Uh, I suppose. Perhaps Miss Ellison has a past she wishes to keep to herself, Galena concluded, for there can be no reason for a woman to be raising a child alone unless... Unless her husband died, Robert interrupted Galena's presumptions. But you called her Miss... She seeks solace among us, as I did years ago, as our ancestors did. Were they not welcome to these islands by the supreme fear himself? Why should we do any less? But, Galena persisted, I thought you and your wife, whose soul may rest in peace, no longer believed in fear, that you fancied a new god. It's true. My wife believed in the new god. I know little of the god my wife spoke of, but I am familiar with our legends. Galena gave him a curious nod, then turned to her father. Robert took a deep breath and waited for the village leaders to decide. Very well, Robert, Mr. Tyndale confirmed the decision. We will allow Miss Abigail Ellison to dwell among us on the condition that she purchases property and... He turned to Galena to finish. As a woman, I will take it upon myself to get to know Miss Ellison. No doubt you will, Robert mumbled. What is it, Robert? Uh, no doubt you would, for you are most qualified of all, Miss Tyndale. Who but you could better acquaint Miss Allison with our village history and customs? Thank you for your confidence, Robert. I will bring Miss Allison this morning. There's no need, Robert, Mr. Tyndale interrupted. We've made our decision. Well, she... He paused. She has no idea that I came on her behalf. I want her to feel welcome, and I think it best if... You would allow her to come before you and tell her of your decision? My, my, Galena smiled at Robert. One would think you have a great interest in this new stranger. I want to return the kindness as I once received. That's all. Very well, Robert. Bring her along. We'll not disclose to her of your persuasion. Thank you, Mr. Tyndale. Robert bowed and turned to leave. Before he made it out the door... Galena called to him privately. What is it? You really want this to work out for Miss Allison, don't you? Yes, I do. She and Grace were sleeping near the pond across from the old Johnson's place when we found them. Miss Allison didn't say much about where they came from, so I can't tell you much more. Just like we didn't know much about you either when you first arrived. She gave him a sympathetic smile. I needed a new start in life when I came to Brooks Village. I think she does too. Robert's kindness warmed Galena's heart. Clara insisted I build that room in the store, just in case we ever hosted strangers. It has only encouraged me the more to help her. I find it a privilege that you shared this little-known fact with me. He leaned towards her. I thought to save you the trouble and work of digging it up yourself, he jested. True. Now that I'm back with the council, it leaves me hardly any time to gather juicy gossip. Oh, I thought your being in the council gave you more opportunities. Robert Gall, she chuckled. You better run along. 
and bring this delightful woman to us. I will have you know, she is far more reserved and private than I am. Are you saying I have not the abilities to pry information from her as easily as I did you? We are friends, Galena. She may take some time to win. She is a Jesus believer, and a strong one at that. She reminds you of Clara. He paused. Then she saw a smile in his eyes. In some ways, she does. He looked directly at her. It is good to see you back in the council. I hope I can serve my village as I have in the past. Her smile filled with the possibilities of seeing Robert happily married once again. If you would like to get this book and other books of the Love's Weaving Hands series, please visit lwhseries.com. Love's Weaving Hands series books and audios are copyright by Living Faith Publishing, LLC. 